All right. Well, welcome to the show today, Tatiana. How are you doing? I'm very, very good. Happy to be here. Yeah. And uh, like many other real estate agents these days and team leaders, you are running your business remotely, correct? Yep. Absolutely. So I run my business mostly from my home office. Yeah, it's uh, definitely interesting times. And you're in Montreal. Is is the market as is, is hot there as it is in many of the U.S. places? So the market's hot all over North America. It's hot in Montreal. It is hot in Toronto. It's hot in Vancouver. It's hot in New York. It's hot in Cali. It's hot in Florida. It is just piping hot. So um, we've been dealing with, you know, what comes with a hot market. So I believe in a hot market, it's the talented agents that, you know, uh, get to the top. And then in a hot market, the agents that don't know so much, they seem to disappear. Um, so uh, you got to know how to deal with a hot market. Well, especially with with the, the type of, you know, what's driving this and it's really lack of supply. So it's, it's right. hard. It's hard for buyers to find homes and it's hard for them to write winning offers. There's a lot we could talk about those two skill sets. And, and I do think it weeds out less skilled uh, or driven agents, which is not a bad thing. Before we jump into all that, why don't you tell our listeners and viewers today a little bit uh, about yourself, your background, and, and how you got to where you are right now. So I learned the hard way. I think most agents do. Um, I started, when did I start? My God, it's been such a long time. I started in 2003. And I started because like your rags to riches story. Like I started with nothing. We were closing our businesses. I used to own a call center here in Montreal. Montreal was considered, I don't know it still is, the call uh, center capital of the world because a lot of Anglophone people can't speak French. So the only work they get is phone work. So to get, you know, quality, you know, customer service or phone sales people, they would come to Montreal. So I used to own a call center. I was always in sales. I was I always excelled in sales. And we closed our call center down because the FTC in America got very strict, rightfully so, because a lot of older people were getting scammed, et cetera. So they shut that down and they were, uh, you know, imposing huge penalties on call centers. So I didn't want to be part of that. I had just become a mom, et cetera. So we basically closed down everything. So we had zero at the time we were living a nice life. Um, you know, I had the nice cars, the nice home and the nice neighborhood. And so like we went rock bottom, I had to sell my cars, uh, you know, consolidate, we only had one car and, you know, it, we had no income coming into the house. So we're living off our savings. So my dad told me, cause he was a realtor, why don't you become a real estate agent? So I said, but dad, we already have a realtor. It's like, we want to buy or sell anything. And we've been doing the review. He goes, Tat, he says, you were so good at the call center thing. Why don't you try real estate sales? He goes, with real estate sales, you don't have to convince anybody. Like, you, if they want a house, you sell it. So I said, you know what? Could be a good idea. I was actually, I had my second baby is when it happened. And so what I did, because I couldn't afford to, like, take some course um, while there was no money coming in. So what I did is I took the real estate licensing course while I was on maternity so that's where it started. I became a real estate agent. I started with my dad. And for the first seven years, 
I was lucky because I was, I'm always very friendly and, you know, people like me, like, so that's my superpower. People like me, like I come in there I make people laugh. I know how to adjust personalities and they like me. So I got lucky. Well, the, the calls, the call center experience probably helped. That's what that, it was. Right? You know, you're, you're... you could convince someone to pull out their credit card over the phone <laughs> and give you your credit card information and you tell them how much it's going to be charged and you get record them while you're doing it. Trust me, you could convince someone to buy a beautiful home that they've been looking for forever. So I, but I didn't know anything. I didn't get any coaching. Sure, I took, I scammed some Tony Robbins, you know, recordings from Napster at the time. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I did. But besides that, I didn't know my ass from my elbow. I didn't know about systems. So seven years went by and I was just living from paycheck to paycheck. It was a good paycheck. It was paycheck to pay. I wasn't amassing any um, income, but um, within that time, I got offered a TV show from HGTV. So the likability came like came through even the the real estate signs because that's how they found me through my real estate signs. And I did three episodes of a show um, called uh, it was a huge show at the time. You're too young, I think. Um, it was called Buy Me. And then another TV production show saw by me and said this will be great for like as the lead hostess in our show property virgins which was a huge show on hgtv had 13 seasons i think maybe more so i got the property virgins head role and i was gonna do it and what happened was they asked me to move to toronto part-time and i don't live in toronto i live in montreal which is six hours away by car and so I was going to take the job because it was my, my thing. It was going to be like my 15 minutes of fame. I was going to be on TV. Like everyone was watching TV in those days. It was HGTV. Everybody loves HGTV. So that was one of their biggest shows at the time. Right? Virgins, totally. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, my kids were so young. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And anything goes. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I have two babies at home and a friend of mine said, Tat, you're going to lose your family over this stupidity. And I'm like, you're right. And they were paying well, it was a TV show, major, major network. So I said, no, but before I said, no, I went to see the producer of the show by me, the one that I did three episodes of. And I said to him, I want to thank you for the opportunity you gave me to be on TV. Although you didn't pay me because none of the agents were being paid on by me, only the sellers. And I said, although you didn't pay me, someone saw me and now they want me to be a star of uh, the next HGTV show. So at the time, so that was Hans Rosenstein from Wally Abbey Media. It was a Montreal-based production company that specialized in TV shows for HGTV. So I said, thank you to him. And he says, where are you going? And I told him the story that I just told you. And he said, we discovered you. We put you on TV. I go, you put every other agent on TV too. It just happens to be they chose me. So he says, well, we still put you on TV. And if you stay here in Montreal, I promise you, because this is what we do for a living. It's the only way we make money. We produce TV shows. You'll be the star of our next TV show. So I said to him, could you put it in writing? He said, nope, I'm not putting anything in writing, but you have my word. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to stay because I believe you. The truth is I wasn't staying. I, uh, I had already chosen not to go to Toronto. 
And so they went with their second choice, Sandra Reno Maddow. And I stayed in Montreal. Within 30 days, he pitched me the pilot of a new show. I did the pilot. HGTV loved it. And it was HGTV USA, not Canada. And I got my own TV show, The Property Shop. So I did three seasons of Property Shop. And that's the reason I opened my agency. Because the premise behind The Property Shop was this agent goes on her own, opens her own agency, goes against the big boys like Remax. And she opens her agency that she succeeds. And that was the premise of the show. And I had three seasons and uh, I, that's what got like, it was like almost like I was like forced to be successful. And at that point, that's when I started really getting into the business of real estate, the business of real estate, not the luck of, of real estate, not the, you know, part-time real estate, the business of real estate. So from that point on, I got into the business of real estate and the rest is history. I sure I've made some bad decisions, but I've learned from them and uh, I've been flying for a while now. Um, so I you got the show and, yeah. and, and it was almost as if you've got this, this big role, can she make it? Yeah. You almost, that was almost like the, the catalyst. It was like, you, you had to go yeah, out. I had to, I had to make it because it was on TV being documented. Imagine I lose and you know, everyone loves TV. So I had lineups being on TV as well. I had lineups of buyers, sellers, agents. It just, it worked really well. And so, yeah. And then came the coaching. So I, I, I just, I never took advantage of things when I was supposed to. I'm only doing that now. I guess I'm more mature. My kids are not as young. Um, my husband's happy. So like I had this show on HGTV USA and I didn't maximize it, but I knew nothing about the internet and Facebook and all that shit at the time. So when all that was said and done in 2013, you know, my brother was the one who suggested Tep, why don't you take advantage of this fame you had on TV and start a coaching business as a side gig? And I go, really coaching? And then that took off and then Instagram comes along and now it's TikTok. It's just the, the, the profession has changed so much. Thanks to shows like, you know, the property shop. Now we have shows like, like real estate agents are glamorous. Now we're rock stars, you know, um, before we were, you know, pushy salesmen. Now we're, we're like glamorous, you know? So because of selling sunset, because of million dollar listing, because of all these real estate shows, we're not, this is like, it's like hot to be a realtor. And so now I am coasting. Now I'm like, no, 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 none of this paycheck to paycheck. I figured it out. It took longer than other agents, um, but I'm there and I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> very happy. So what, uh, what did you figure out? That this business, like any other business, is a business where if you don't leverage your work, then you just have a high price job um, or not. Maybe it's not a high price. Maybe it's a low price job because you're putting too, in too many hours, but whatever it is, it, like any other business, like McDonald's, 
you have to put systems in place that are that you could copy paste so that if someone leaves someone else comes in you're able to copy paste and you're supposed to structure your business in a way that you can sell it one day for millions and millions of dollars and i think a lot of agents struggle with that even you know a lot don't even make it but then even the ones that do make it they they seem to never get out of the what you said earlier high high paying job like, the, yeah. like yes they're making several hundred thousand but like they're working 60 to 80 hours a week and stressful I was, and i was on a uh they invited me to be a panelist on a uh luxury real estate uh clubhouse uh group so i got in there when i tell you luxury these people were representing like there's a guy from london someone from miami someone from cali representing millions of dollars in sales and then i asked the question i really assumed and i said what you guys do your own showings well yeah i couldn't believe it like three of the people that were there maybe i was talking to five people at the time that were actually on listening at like meaning amongst the panelists and they go well yeah of course we do like it was some sort of pr proud thing why would you be proud of you know Absolutely. You don't? I go, no, I fucking know. I don't show my own properties. God, no. I have my team. Really? So on a Saturday afternoon, if Mr. Big Bucks wants to go see that one on the hill for 20 million, you're the one showing it? Well, yeah. I'm like, am I in the wrong place here? Like, are you kidding me? You guys are selling luxury real estate and you don't have systems in place to leverage your work. So yeah, even the people making millions of dollars in GCIs, they're flying off by the seat of their pants. So it's, uh, so that's the biggest lesson I learned is that you need to structure your business like a business, like with systems and the, the three L's that Gary Keller mentions in his book, you know, uh, leads, listings, leverage, that is the key to real estate success. I don't give a flying fuck if you're selling luxury, if you're selling mid-level or you're selling mass market, it doesn't matter. You're not doing the three L's, you're done. Another thing I learned, real estate is not a, and I learned this and it really got to me during COVID. Real estate is not about selling. So when, you know, the people who wanna get into real estate think that their job is gonna be showing homes like oh, I'm showing homes and I got to know about the roof and I got to show up to inspection and I got to make sure I know what the wood floors are made of. Nope. It has nothing to do with selling because in this market, a monkey could sell a property to a buyer. This is about relationships. This yep. business is about relationships and good customer service because they won't come back without the good customer service. So it's about the schmoozing. It's about the art of the deal talking. So if I would tell anyone who's interested in getting into real estate, if you wanna get into real estate, you better be a good talker. You better like talking on the phone. You better like, you know, sitting there listening to people because this is the only way you're gonna turn them into clients by schmoozing them on the phone, okay? Um, and this is why I don't think we shouldn't be too afraid of losing our market to 
the cloud. I agree uh, with you on that. I, I mean, I, there's this comparison out there about Uber and travel agents and, yeah. and, and I think those are like, no one ever mentions that, you know, Uber and even a vacation is it's relatively a small amount of dollars Yeah. and it's, it's something you do often and, and compare that to real estate. Yeah. It's a big dollar amount and you don't do it that much. So, exactly. so people, people need their handheld, even, even if they're smart and can run spreadsheets and all that, like they, they it's, it's a large infrequent transaction. Like it, it's going to be hard to, to Uberize that. <laughs> Exactly. So therefore, for sale by owner sites, okay, whatever. In the end, that's where I get a lot of my clients because people are getting scammed left, right, and center in this market on for sale by owner sites. They're overpaying on for sale by owner sites. They're not getting the right advice. So I don't I, I don't even think about that. A lot of people think it's going to go to the cloud and that their agencies won't exist. No, maybe we might have an online platform like this, but in the end, people will still hire real estate agents uh, to sell their homes. I really do think so. Um, you're right. It's a huge investment. It doesn't happen often. We have connections. We have the experience. We have the knowledge. Or maybe we just know how to hold your hand. And another thing is they're leveraging. Why would they go on their own? Do they have time really? Like you really have time to find the right property? Don't you have a job? Let the professionals do it. So yeah, I've learned a lot. <laughs> and I've learned a lot, especially in the past like five years. You know, I've been doing this a long time. But you have to keep up with technology as well, right? What's what's changed in the last five years for you? So social media. Social media is at the forefront right now. And if you're not taking advantage of your social media, then you are leaving money on the table. Also, the team. The team has really like at first I was a control freak because you know, as Tony Robbins says, a lot of people you have a story for your your mediocre ways. You know, there's always a story. My story was my clients won't want to see anyone but me. You know, the same bullshit. I don't use a lockbox because my clients wouldn't like it. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. And I just took more and more risks, started investing more and more money, marketing dollars, and it all works. The textbook shit works. And I'm going to be the first one to tell you, you could find at least 70% of what you need to know about real estate online. You don't even have to pay a coach. The thing about the coach is the coach will make sure you get your shit done because you have to, you know, be held the accountability. Yeah, exactly. Accountability. Well, like if you're online, like, okay, you're online and like, maybe you might not look at it the next day. Well, with a coach, you have homework, you have team meeting. So, but the, the content out there, but Dan, the content's insane. Like if you really start following some of the, big real estate people out there. Oh, it's crazy. So social media has changed the game. Um, if you take a look at my TikTok account, like people are forced to produce quality content. Like I'm learning stuff on TikTok. I've been alive, thank God, for like 47 years. And I am learning stuff on TikTok that I have never heard of. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, what the fuck? How did I not know this? Like, like even the dumbest shit. I can't like, believe it. Like real estate stuff or marketing or what do you, what are you marketing, learning? Marketing, um, just dumb shit. How to thread a needle. You know how long <laughs> I've been taking me 10 minutes to thread a needle. And on TikTok, they showed me this trick with the toothbrush and you put the needle over the toothbrush and the, the thread and right away it goes through. I couldn't believe it. And I'm like little things like this. And I just, social media 
Like who would have thought Facebook could bring me so much money? And there are agents who aren't using Facebook, let alone getting into YouTube ads, uh, sponsored ads on Instagram, TikTok, whatever. There's, there's probably not a lot, a high percentage of, of agents on TikTok yet. They're not. So that, that's why I got up. I became like, I, I became the real estate queen within four months because there was nobody in the space. Nobody. There was no like attractive personality. What I mean, I don't mean attractive. I mean, the attractive personality female realtor was not on TikTok. I went in there in four months. I'm at 1.2 million followers. So, and oh, well, Tat, you get clients from there? Yep. I've been on it four months. I have the biggest companies pitching me their shit so that I could sell it for them online. So paying, when I say biggest company, paying the big bucks, that's just a side gig, but I get the clients too. So I have the kids of home sellers calling me saying, listen, we're putting our home on the market, um, <laughs> blah, 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 come. And then I make sure to talk, speak to the parents to make sure, you know, and yeah, they're like, yeah, my daughter told me you're the best. And I go there and yeah, it's the real deal. Million dollar properties too. So wow. yeah, a lot has changed. Um, I am, I've never been afraid to invest money in something that I think is going to pay. I've had my losses. I've made the wrong bets. Um, but I've been winning. What, what kind of content are you producing on TikTok? So on TikTok, I am mostly the real estate coach. Okay. So I'm trying like on TikTok, I'm just because you could only focus on one niche because if you focus like on other things, TikTok doesn't like that. Um, and they will make sure that they don't send you the followers because they really, the algorithm controls everything. And if you are suddenly talking about makeup when you were talking about real estate, they'll punish you for it. So I'm sticking to the um, real estate money. So money, real estate, how to become a millionaire, how to make money, that sort of thing through real estate. Then on Instagram, it's completely different. Instagram is real estate lifestyle. Look at me, look at this life I have thanks to real estate. And I focus more on home, but because it's an older demographic, I'm focused on advice, like basically life hacks of a real estate agent. Like it's not for realtors, although the realtors find me there, it's more for my buyers and sellers. And I give them advice. I put little snippets of my TV show on it. The nice thing about Instagram is I could be more myself. Like I could talk about everything. I could talk about health. I could talk about my diet. I could talk about how to keep your skin gorgeous. And I could talk about real estate sales. I could talk about the real estate market um, to check out my real estate lifestyle. So that's my Instagram. Um, so it's different on every platform. People are getting really bored of Facebook, um, but Facebook is still top five when it comes to lead gen. Yeah, definitely for, for paid advertising, buyers and sellers, it's it's a great source. Uh, organically, Facebook is, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if boring is the word that you said, but it's just, it's not the same as, as the other platforms. No, oh, God, no. I, I really, I, I'm never on Facebook. I just, I hire experts. That's another thing. I used to do everything myself, not more. I outsource everything. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Are you a real estate agent in the DMV area or thinking about becoming a real estate agent in the DMV area? Why not join 
the highest selling team in the DMV. The Carrie Scholl team is hiring more agents. We have the best training systems, the best culture, and the best environment to get you to the next level, whether that's starting out and getting to six figures or getting from six figures to 250 or to half a million or even beyond. Go to carryshawcareers.com. Again, that's carryshawcareers.com. Hey, why, why do you think real estate agents have a problem with that? It seems like it's almost like you mentioned earlier, like a point of pride that, that you know, they, they do the showings the and they do and that they use, oh, this is going to be my baby and I'll take care of your home. And they get clients that way. They say, Tatiana has her team showing her. I'm going to show you. Then good. Bye. See ya. I'll get the next seller. Um, real estate agents don't have money. That's what's going on. Real estate agents live from paycheck to paycheck, so they can't afford to put in the money, sacrifice, and time that is needed in order to build a real business. It's that simple because they're living from commission check to commission check. Um, that's what's going on. It's lack of money. Because when you have money and you're motivated, you make the changes. So you might want to interview this guy one day. His name is Jordan Boys. He uh, is the owner of an agency by the name of Boys Group, B-O-Y-E-S. He was my first high ticket, my first high ticket coaching student. He was a real estate agent for a couple of years, uh, maybe three and maybe one. It wasn't much. He was very good at it. And he, and he called me because he just wanted to know if he should be shopping with a buyer's contract, like if he should be signing people to buyer's contract. From there, after our eighth lesson, because at the time I used to do things the dumb way. So what I used to do is I used to just reserve Fridays for my high ticket. And every hour I was dedicated to a student. I'd, wait, I'd only grab eight to 10 students per eight weeks. And I would sit there on Fridays going from one student to the next to the next one hour at a time on my phone. We didn't have Zoom in those days. So, and if we did, we didn't use it for, it wasn't this easy to use. So um, Jordan was my first high ticket client. And from buyer's contract, it turned into, I want to open my own agency, just like you did. And today he's in Saskatoon in Canada. He owns one of the biggest real estate agencies in his area. And he, after eight hours with me, he got his broker's license within a week. And now he's also that he wants, he's always wanted to be a real estate coach. So he just started and uh, he is booming. So what I'm trying to say here is, and when I mean booming, he has over a hundred agents or maybe 80 agents at his agency. He called it boys group because he just followed his mentor at the time. Mine is Londono group. He's like, okay, I'll call it boys group. <laughs> and I swear he wasn't that creative. And you should see him today. He is booming. And I have to tell you, basically it's about copy pasting systems of successful agents. It's that easy. It's that easy. And just agents don't do it, but they have to pay. You have to pay. If you're going to, you know, Jordan paid 10 K us. So if you don't have the money to pay a coach, I'm sorry, proper coaches are going to charge because if they don't charge, their students aren't going to do anything. They just won't. You look, you could give your friend all the marriage advice you want. She'll only listen to her therapist that she's paying. She won't listen to her friends. She'll listen to her therapist because she's paying the therapist. 
it's like oh. it's like that with everything i mean the, the gym you know the gym trainer like they're not they're not for the most part doing things that you don't you know, know already know yeah you go on youtube <laughs> you go on youtube but you don't because guess what happens you, you another day maybe oh i don't have time today well, meanwhile the trainer is waiting for you downstairs are you coming or waiting for you outside going for a job and what you're going to stiff the trainer or you already paid the trainer you could stiff the trainer but you already paid so chances are it's going to motivate you to go so yeah so it's about money honey like i i tell it like it is it's about money you know these high tips these luxury guys it really it was very impactful this clubhouse that i was at on saturday um this whole the way they looked at me the, the way they were like i could see their faces even though you can't see their faces like, <laughs> see it see it through the audio <laughs> yeah she they were like of course we do our own business so i said okay i know these guys close a big deal they make a lot of money but i know that the commissions they pay are really high to the agencies and stuff um so even if they're making in gci anywhere between I don't know, 2 million, 3 million, maybe a little more. The guy from London was making big money. <sighs> Half of that goes to expenses, whatever, running your business. But what happens when you get old? You better work hard now. You better yeah. run, honey. Because what's going to happen when you retire? No more money's coming in. That's not going to happen to me. Okay, so these poor people are the ones that you see they're 80 years old and they're still showing properties. Like you've seen that, right? The now I know a lot of there's, them. There's definitely yeah, a lot of a lot <laughs> of those agents hanging around. Yeah, I don't. I'm not ageist at all. I think you know my father loves the business. You know he's an older guy, but a lot of them do it because they have to, not because they want to. Trust me, they'd rather be sitting with you in Florida, taking the sun, having a nice little drink at lunch. And that's how I'm planning my old, like, I already know what I'm doing. I have a plan. I'm out of here. I'm going to Miami and I'm going to run this business that I'm running right now from Florida. And um, I'm going to have these little young bucks working for me because they don't know from Legion. And I will give them the best leads while I'm sipping my margarita at the beach or maybe doing a podcast like you see, because I, this stuff, I love podcast coaching's fun. Um, that sort of thing. That's easy work. So, so obviously you, you teach your students how to build businesses. Do you, do you teach other wealth buildings? Cause you mentioned that earlier on TikTok. Do you teach like real estate investing to, to your, your, so, your, clients or, you know or your TikTok? What's funny is that the TikTok crowd that signed up for my $20 a month class is getting so much. They just don't know it because they're most of them are young and dumb. They have no idea what they are getting, the content they're getting for 20 bucks a month. Because I don't know how to produce shit content, right? So I am like giving them such great content. They're paying 20 bucks a month. These guys are getting the best because these guys to make because it's a monthly, I have to make sure that I come up with some like tons of content. So they're getting the real estate investing side. I don't teach my not high ticket because I'm not doing high ticket anymore. I stopped that. I didn't like the responsibility of high ticket because high ticket, they think they become your like they, they want to sleep with you. They, they want to call you day and night because they paid you 10,000. Like, no way. I have to raise my high ticket prices. I just don't like it. It, it makes me uncomfortable. Um, so what I said was, you know what, 
I'm still going to make it small groups, but a thousand. So 997 US, you get eight weeks, a little more light. I share my system through Zoom, eight of you at a time, not one at a time. And so these guys get pure real estate systems. Meanwhile, the kids who pay me 20 bucks a month, they're getting real estate investment advice because I let everybody join. So I have to have information for everybody. I have guest speakers. I have, they're getting the best content ever. So what are you, what are you teaching there about investing? So the first couple of weeks, it just started. I, I posted it maybe a month ago and I have 150 members already. And so my goal is to get to 500. And I've only done one post because I don't want to push it because these guys on TikTok will cancel you. They will cancel <laughs> you. All she wants to do is sell her class. They're, they're terrible. They'll <laughs> so I'm only going to advertise it maybe once every six weeks and 150 is good for now. So but my goal is 500 and I will get to the goal. So um, I'll give you an example. So class one, we did time management. We had to discuss Dan Kennedy, like fuck, Dan Kennedy is a marketing god. Um, then class two was time blocking and the technology I use for that. And I had to give them shit. I was like, I'm the strict mother with that one because they're all young. Uh, then this week we're inviting someone from TikTok um, to teach them about how to get started in investing. So it's, 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 yeah. So next week I'm going to teach them about cap rates. No, nope. everyone loves to say cap rate. Cap rate. What's the cap rate? They don't know what a cap rate is. So I'm going to show them that. <laughs> and yeah, slowly I'm going to stagger the information. People are already talking and I get more and more members every single day. It's just great. And I got that by accident. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I get a kid from Stanford University on TikTok messaging me. His name is John and he's uh, a candidate for the MBA there. And he's uh, he is going to, uh, he's the one who showed me the, these links and this whole, uh, you know, a membership site through a phone number because everything's text. That's another new thing I learned, you know, for some free information out there. People aren't looking at emails anymore. They're looking at text messages. So text marketing, et cetera. And if you're going to use an email, use video. Um, so that's what's going on. The TikTok community has been very welcoming. I love them and I'm making wonderful money. Thanks to TikTok. What are you personally investing in now when it comes to real estate? So I take my commissions because I, I like to spend money and reward myself. <laughs> and so I don't spend all of it. I forcibly buy, like I just buy real estate and I put my commissions into real estate. So oh. I pull a salary. Flips or long-term long holds or rentals, short-term so rentals. It's just all exciting to me. So most of them are long-term holds, like revenue properties, sixplex, threeplex, fourplex. And then I have the flip. So we're in the middle of a flip right now that I've shown on TikTok. Um, and uh, yeah, we're putting it on the market next week. So we we do everything. Like I, I flip, I hold. Um, I might hold for a couple of years, then sell. I might do nothing with it, not flip it, just sit there and then sell it, rent it out for a couple of years and then sell. Just depends. I'm, I like to keep the big stuff. I like to keep, uh, like if it's a duplex, triplex, I'll sell it. Um, but no, I still have duplexes that I bought in the, years ago that are sitting there. Just depends what mood I'm in. <laughs> um, if I see an opportunity to buy something bigger, I might sell a little one so that I get the down payment for the big one. 
but yeah, I invest my money in real estate. All, all over or just, just the markets that you're in or? Just the market I'm in because I really do believe this is what Brad Lamb taught me. Another guy who had his own TV show back in the day, who's done well for himself as a broker. His name is Brad Lamb. He's from Toronto. He told me focus in the area that you are in. You have time to go outside of Montreal. Focus in your city and then move on from there. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think the, the the more you can know one one area, you know, the, the more advantages you have, less likely you are to make a mistake. And it's it seems like it's always better to go deep before you go wide. And that's the same for everything. So I had another smart little kid on uh, their kids. They're in their twenties, <laughs> in your twenties. Um, I had a kid on TikTok said to me, I said, so do you have a YouTube page yet? I said to him, and he said a YouTube account. So he says to me. Tat, he goes, you're almost at a million followers on TikTok. Focus on your TikTok and monetizing your TikTok, then move on to YouTube. He was right. Focus on what's there now, master it, then move on to the next thing if you have time. So it's relevant in everything you do. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you want to take your real estate business to the next level? If you do, there's no reason to go it alone. Learn from people who've been where you want to go. Carrie and I have sold billions of dollars in real estate. We've netted over seven figures for seven years in a row now. And we wanna see if you would be a good fit to work for us. We don't work with a lot of people, but we wanna give you a chance to get on a free strategy call to see if we can help you get your business to the next level. Go to hyperfastcoach.com and apply for your discovery session today. Again, that's hyperfastcoach.com. Before we wrap up, and this has been amazing, by the way, so Thank much you. good content and um, great advice. I always like to do a hyperfast round if you're ready for some fast questions and answers here. All right. Uh, what's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Hire a coach. Uh, what about an experienced real estate agent? Hire a coach. All right, what would you tell a new real estate investor looking to get started right now that doesn't have the experience or money? A new real estate uh, per, so, so who doesn't have- Investor. The, yeah, an investor who's just getting started doesn't have a lot of money. Um, save up more money. <laughs> save up 20%. <laughs> or I would introduce them to my tweaker. Do you know what a tweaker is? No, well, I'm thinking like meth or something. But no. <laughs> it's a mortgage broker that, you know, might make the file look much better, you know, get rid of the, you know, the fact that gotcha. he, you know, maybe it'll look like he has money coming in, you know, a tweaker. All right. Well, different, different than what I was <laughs> envisioning. Yeah, but it makes sense. <laughs> uh, what's the biggest challenge you've ever had and how'd you overcome it? Um, knowing when to quit, knowing uh, when to say this shit ain't working Bye. knowing when to dump a client, knowing when to say no, always trying to please people. That was the biggest challenge, but not anymore. I think that's hard for a lot of people sunk, you know, sunk cost is a lot of emotional attachment to sunk that's cost. That's right. So. so you've invested, uh, you know, five years with one client that you think is a, you know, necessary in your life and you realize they're just holding you back from like another 20 clients 
Um, when you're not making content or, or working on your businesses, what would we find you doing? Family. Especially family. during like this. You know, I had my family around always, but my daughter was upstairs studying. My son was in his other room watching, you know, TikTok. Uh, my husband would be at work. But ever since COVID, the silver lining is I've become so much closer personally with my gorgeous family. Like you feel like you're close to your family. And then COVID showed us we, we, we weren't. We can do better. <laughs> yeah, we could do much better. So that's the silver lining that came with COVID. And that's what I do when I am not, I, I don't even want to leave the house. Like I go skiing with my family because um, I'm in Canada, it's still freaking freezing here. Uh, I vacation with my family. I hang out with my family. Like they became my best friends, my family. Last one, where do you see yourself five years from now? I see myself, re I don't know what it is. I think it's just more of everything. My business is going to be crazy. I'm going to be, I am, I'm going to be huge on uh, social media. Maybe you'll see me on TV again, but not TV, TV, but TV as we know it now, you know, either uh, the Netflix, Netflix. On Netflix, a show on prime, whoever signs up. All right. Well, uh, that would, that would be exciting to see. Hopefully, Hopefully we all get to see that happen. And thank you for spending so much time with us today. Before we sign off, uh, if people want to connect with you on social media or learn more about your coaching or any of your businesses, what are the, what are the best ways for them to connect? So um, for the purposes of this uh, broadcast, I'm assuming most of you are American. Um, so you could go to click on the link on my TikTok at Tatlon or click on the link on my Instagram account at Tat Londono. That's at T-A-T-L-O-N-D-O-N-O. And in that link, there's going to be um, my one-on-one my one -on -one coaching, my eight-week intensive. There's also going to be my real estate membership for those of you who can't afford the intensive. Um, and there's also my book. So there's a couple of choices there you can choose that'll suit you and what you need at the time. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been amazing. You've delivered a ton of value and thank to you. all of our listeners thank you. and uh, people watching on YouTube today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest hyperfashions. And remember, we love reviews. We hope you enjoyed the show and we will see you next time.